The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is the second portion of our epistle reading for this past Sunday from Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 to 11, where the Apostle Paul encourages us, Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. My dear friends in Christ, in yesterday's devotion we were encouraged to be like Jesus but as we heard that encouragement, we noted that as it was impossible for Jesus' siblings, his half-brothers and half-sisters, whatever, however many there were, as it was impossible for them to be like Jesus because they were sinners, so also it's impossible for us to be like Jesus because we're sinners too. But still, what we see in our reading for today, continuation of our epistle reading from this past Sunday, as we look at that reading, we see Paul encouraging us to be like Jesus, to be imitators of Christ. He says, your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus. And that's a tall order, an impossible order for us to be able to follow, to copy. But still, Paul does say here, your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus. And now, think of his attitude, his whole attitude, his willingness to humble himself. It is, it is so amazing. Paul said, your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross." instead of selfishly thinking about himself as we so often are inclined to do about ourselves, selfishly thinking about ourselves, well, that wasn't Jesus at all. He didn't selfishly think about himself. Instead, consider how he humbled himself for us. And when I think about Jesus humbling himself, leaving his heavenly throne coming down here to live among us? Well, I maybe sometimes would compare that and say for us, imagine 
leaving your life and living as a cockroach, or with this being Michigan, maybe I should say earwigs instead, or, or maybe instead think about leaving your homes and going to live under a bridge or in a cardboard box with homeless people, among homeless people. And actually though, if you think about it, the drop for Jesus leaving his heavenly throne and coming here to this earth, that's a much greater job drop because, well, what he was doing is leaving his holy, perfect throne in heaven and coming here to live among us sinful human beings living here in our sin-infected, sin-plagued planet. Well, what Jesus did was he took upon himself, it says, our human likeness, our human likeness. He was and remained 100% true God, but he assumed also a full human nature. And when he assumed that full human nature, he became also 100% true man. And that always leaves a little bit of a confusing thing to think about. He was 100% God, 100% man. How does that work? Well, he's the God man, 100% God, 100% man. He still had all of the power and glory that he has as true God, but, but during his time here on this earth, he didn't make full use of the divine power and glory that he had. He, it says, took the very nature of a servant, being our substitute, taking our place, paying for our sins for us, he became obedient to death, even death on the cross, so that he could pay the wages of sin, which is death. And, well, because he was willing and did do all of that for us, well, that means that our sins are paid for in full. Our sins are paid for in full, and the, the door to heaven is open for us. Well, because he accomplished, or because he humbled himself, and because he accomplished his work in paying for our sins, Paul says, Therefore God exalted him to the highest place, and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Because Jesus accomplished his work, God the Father exalted him to the position that he had before he humbled himself. He had all of the honor and glory that he had before he humbled himself. He's over all things and, well, now over all things, he's the holy, the perfect, the almighty God-man. There's a little difference there because well, before he came to this earth, he was the holy, the perfect, the almighty God. But now he is and remains the holy, the perfect, the almighty God-man. The one who paid for our sins. 
and he's the holy, perfect, almighty God, man over all things. And, and well, as Paul says, at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. On the last day, believers and unbelievers will all, as it says here, confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Uh, unbelievers, unfortunately, tragically, they'll make that confession as they suffer eternal punishment. But we, by the grace of God, will make that confession that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. We'll do that as we're enjoying heaven with our Savior, with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit forever in heaven. Well, Paul's saying to us here, be like Jesus, be imitators of Christ. And as Jesus humbled himself in order to pay for our sins, so we'll also want to humble ourselves because of our sins, because of what our sins made it necessary for Jesus to do. But, but as we humble ourselves, what we'll also want to do is just simply rejoice in in what Jesus our Savior has done for us. But as we're imitators of Christ, here again we think about how Jesus was exalted because he accomplished his work. Well, also what we can do is we can look forward to be exalted, glorified one day too. Not because of anything we've done, but because Christ accomplished his work because he paid for our sins for us. So, be like Jesus. Be imitators of Christ. Humble yourselves because of your sins. And look forward to being exalted, glorified forever in heaven because Christ humbled himself for you. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for giving us Jesus who humbled himself even to death on the cross to pay for our sins. Thank you for exalting him because he accomplished his work and thank you for promising to exalt us and all believers because of Jesus when you take us home to heaven. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.